Welcome to Daily Conference for Entrepreneurs. Mustafa here. In this episode, you will discover what mental toughness is, how your thinking impacts your potential to play big in your business, the best platforms to grow and scale your business. And my guest today is Chris Salem. Welcome, Chris. Mustafa, thank you for having me. A pleasure to be here. Great to have you. Today, we're talking about how to scale your brand and business through mental toughness. Let me do the proper introduction to my friend Chris, and we're, we're going to dive into an interesting conversation. Chris Salem is an accomplished CEO, business executive coach, world-class speaker, corporate trainer advisor, award-winning author, certified mindset expert, radio show host, and media personality, and wellness advocate mentoring business leaders and organizations toward solutions for enhancing corporate culture improving WordPress communications and increasing employee engagement. Chris mentors business leaders and organizations to scale their brands and business by raising their level of influence as trusted advisors. His book, Master Your Inner Critic, went international bestseller in 2016. Welcome, Chris. Stop it. It's great. I'm looking forward to today's uh, chat. Likewise. How was your day so far? It's going good. Just uh, got in uh, late this morning here in the east side of London, UK, uh, here to speak at an event. So uh, going to be uh, getting ready for that for tomorrow. Fantastic. Fantastic. What's the weather like out there? It is uh, overcast, I would say, maybe in the high 50s in terms of Fahrenheit, uh, probably low uh, teens Celsius wise. So but nice, you know, very pleasant. No rain, thank God. So I, I, I left New York with rain. So at least I didn't come into rain. Love it. Love it. So let's dive into it. Chris, what is your story? Well, my story is that I was born into a family of four. I'm the oldest of uh, two boys. And I uh, had a typical childhood growing up playing sports. Uh, went to Arizona State University. I'm a Sun Devil. Go Sun Devils even though it's not been their year so far this in football. But, uh, you know, I started my career in sales. So I spent uh, about 10 years working in the corporate space, rep uh, uh, selling different types of products, services uh, for different corporations. Uh, eventually went on to represent other organizations, uh, representing their media, meaning that we would bring advertisers to their media companies. And that could include all different types of sponsorships, uh, print advertising, digital was just starting off at that time, and and the list goes on. I uh, also also started my own company at that time with a former colleague that we had worked together, uh, bootstrapped it, and eventually uh, you know grew it to a place where we sold it to a competitor for a you know a very good amount of money. So we, we it was a very good deal for us as they bought out in this case from their perspective the competition. But nonetheless, it kind of threw me back into the sales world, representing companies again, did that. And then about a little over 10 years ago, I evolved into a business executive coach. I decided at that point, I came from a family of teachers, that this was a time to give back and help other individuals and businesses to grow and take my experience studying people so that I can really you know, articulate and guide organizations, how to relate and understand others and how to be more compelling and valuable to their client base so that they can grow their bottom line. And that's what I've been involved in. And I've been professionally speaking as a keynote and a breakout speaker 
for leading industry B2B and B2C events now for almost 20 years. Love it. Love it. Uh, a very diverse background and you've got a, a world of knowledge and wisdom. I know you touched on it um, already, but uh, give us a, a brief description of what do you do these days and who you serve? Yeah. So as a business executive coach, I work with individuals, groups, and organizations. Uh, when we look at individuals, this can be anywhere from a sales professional, a CEO. It can be a business leader or a professional that is desires to be where they're not right now. They, they know they can be playing at a higher level and they're just looking for guidance and mentorship and how they can go about doing that. I have the ability to get into their mindset to determine what's blocking them or what barriers are getting in the way to help them to move to the next level. I help them to become more of an impact in why they do what they do versus just what they do so they can learn to work more on their business, not in it. With organizations, I tend to do something very similar where we can identify the bottlenecks between people, why there's a lack of engagement, uh, why they're not communicating at a higher level or they're not leading the way they should and as, it, as it reflects in their current uh, revenue uh, stats. So I have the ability to really unblock these barriers, help people engage at a higher level, develop a thriving workplace culture. And by building a winning team environment, have these people be able to work together to create more valuable experiences for their clients, thus impacting their productivity, efficiency, and of course, profitability. And then we could finally align that with the other areas of business that their technology, their systems processes, their uh, finances, their sales and marketing and sales enablement. So we get that all in harmony to make sure they're operating um, more effectively and efficiently moving forward. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, Chris, tell us about mental toughness. What is it? Well, a lot of times, like when you think about mental toughness, that, that can mean a lot of different things for different people, Mustafa. So it could be, you know, a refusal to be intimidated. It could be that you're going to see things through despite the challenges. I mean, everybody's going to have a different spin or perspective of what it, what it is. But when it comes down to it, there's a foundation to whatever that perception is to a person. It's a state of being. It's a state of mind. So it, it, if your state of being is in the past and the future or operating from fear, then we're not operating from mental toughness. We're operating from fear. We're a fixed mindset. But when we can operate from an optimal state of being where we're in the moment, fear is reduced. And when fear is reduced, we have the ability to now to see challenges is not happening to us, but happening for us. It's allowing us to learn how to think differently so that we can be, and then by being it, we can become it. And when we become it, we can do it differently to have different and better results. So mental toughness is all about discipline and consistency of thinking in the moment, trusting the process, shifting our, our way of thinking away from the expectation tied to the outcome to trusting the process of what we can control in the moment, letting go of what we can't and let, let the results be a byproduct of that process. So mental toughness is, is a daily way. It's a daily way of thinking. It's a, it's a form of discipline that helps to impact everything that we do in our communication, behavior, attitude, emotions happening for us, not to us and our course of action. Love it. it, it it's, it's a, it's a very important topic. And as business owners and entrepreneurs, I know that um, mental toughness is an absolute must for every business. Was that a test? 
that was a test, I guess. I, uh, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope it's a test. <laughs> it, I hope so, too. It was an alarm at <laughs> my hotel here, but it, it it's not going off, so it's good. <laughs> all good. All good. So tell us about, tell me, let's talk about how mental toughness plays into business and and um, on a day-to-day tasks for entrepreneurs and business owners. And Yeah, so here's the thing. I mean, the reality is things are going to happen that are beyond your control. The reason why a lot of people have stress, anxiety, why they worry, why they feel frustrated, why they feel overwhelmed, because they're caught up in what they can't control. We can only control five things. We can control the communication to yourself and other people. You can control your behavior. You can control your attitude. It's happening for you, not to you. You can control your emotions. So even though something could trigger anger or frustration as the primary emotion, that's fine. You acknowledge that. But knowing that I don't have to react to that. I can, re- I can choose to wait to respond by choosing a positive emotion to respond rather than react to the situation and our action. So we can control our communication to ourselves and others, behavior, attitude, emotions, and our action. Now, we cannot control COVID, uh, the economy, the weather, death, taxes, all of that. That's universal. Or, you know, We can't control that. But what we also can't control are those same five things in other people. And if we worry about somebody didn't get send me an email on time, or that person didn't call me back, or this person didn't do what they were supposed to do, then we're getting caught up in the control we cannot control. Is that going to lead to better results in your business? No. So it's learning, learning how to trust the process of focusing on what you can control, adapting wherever where applicable, and letting the results be a byproduct of that. So it's shifting our way of thinking, you know, away. You know, not that we're we're dismissing the problem, but we're embracing it, finding ways that we can solve it to the best of our ability within our control and focusing on a solution to move forward. So it's a change in thinking of away from the past and future tied it from to expectations with outcomes to trusting the process in the moment to what we could control, letting the results be a byproduct of that. Love it. Love it. A few things you mentioned was. Um, focus on what you can control. Because I think a lot of times we we get stuck on the stuff that we really don't have any power over. And then we just we just tackle that for hours and days and weeks and months. And and then uh, it just uh, doesn't go anywhere. And nothing you mentioned that that is really valuable is trusting the process. It's like if it worked for someone, uh, it is it is it is likely it's not 100% guaranteed that it's going to work for you. But if you trust that you're at least 80, 90% there, right yeah. and if you planned it it just just get it done and uh so i think those are very valuable points that you brought up and it's 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 something we as entrepreneurs deal with that every day every single day every day there's always going to be something beyond your control something that you know that life or business throws a curveball it's just so instead of just getting caught up in it you know focus keep keep the course and focus on what you can control. If you have to adapt or redirect to, down another road that's taking you to the same place with what you can control, you do it. You just, instead of getting caught up in what you can't control at that point. And, and I think it just takes that, the awareness and being able yeah. to understand and realize. And I think working with someone that could potentially point it out to you and be like, look, 
you don't really have any control over this because I've I've been in a place where I've been like worried about something for like days and months, and we've all done that. And uh, and then someone shows up and is like, Mustafa, that that's really not a big deal. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And they're like, no, it's not. You can't really control that anyway. And I'm like, that's right. Oh my god, I just, <laughs> I and just... It, it, it just takes something just like that, Mustafa. Like you would think, yeah. we logically know this. But it just happens subconsciously. <laughs> yeah, and as in my experience, when I have someone else bring it up to me, it's it's a lot faster when I talk to someone, especially when I'm working with a coach or mentor, and they're like, "It's really not yeah. that big of a deal." And then I'm like, "You're right. I just I just wasted forty days." <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about thinking and how it impacts your potential to play big in business. Yeah. Well, it's huge. I mean, think about anything that it, that has it, that if you see anybody that you admire, a business that you admire, anything, it has a foundation. Just like a beautiful home that is that has sustained itself over a long period of time has a strong foundation. So the foundation starts with how you think. It also it, the other layer of the foundation is how do we communicate and connect with other people and build rapport, build connection, build engagement. I, you do that from what we call uh, a core, shared core values, how we're able to relate and understand people. But it starts with thinking because if we're not thinking clearly, if we're not focused in the moment, then we're gonna get caught up in the fear. We're gonna, get, we're gonna react to situation rather than respond in a way that we can now solve challenges and create solutions rather than react and just manage the problem or get caught up in the problem. And then we just get, you know, whipped around like a roller coaster uh, if we allow it. So, you know, how we think it, it can have a dramatic impact on our confidence levels, how we, you know, how that raises our level of confidence, how it raises our level of self-esteem, how it impacts how we speak to ourselves in a more assertive, specific, clear, and concise way, and doing the same with other people. The problem with communication is that a lot of it's based on assumption and speculation. And because of that misperception, this is how wars are started. This is where conflict starts. This is where divorces happen. This is where a lot of problems arise. We can communicate at a higher level. We can be better listeners, more active listeners. We learned how to behave in, a, in an interdependent, assertive way rather than a passive or aggressive way. We learn that we can control our attitude to any situation that it's happening for you, not to you. And knowing how to, again, respond versus react by choosing the emotion that will best serve you. Even though you might still feel angry and upset, that's the primary emotion, you can choose a secondary emotion. And then taking action, action, action. Because a lot of people procrastinate. They get get caught up in getting ready or avoid the challenge. Make the mistake, learn and grow. Fail, learn and grow. Just take the action. Daily action. Take action. That's huge. Like taking action is like uh, is what what is missing quite a bit today. And I think um, uh, I heard a guy talk about that. And I think people are doing excuse my language, doing a lot of mental masturbation in terms of yes. learning a lot of stuff and not taking action. And, and that creates yes. a lot of anxiety and frustration. And it, yes. to my to my knowledge and understanding, it creates it reduces mental toughness. Like it just yeah. crashes your confidence. 
Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I've been there myself as well, like reading and learning a ton, but not taking action. And then I'm like, I don't feel good. I thought if I read this book, I'm going to conquer the world. And the next thing I know, I'm like, uh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> not, and then I, I realize it's that action piece that you mentioned. Yeah. And action, again, it's consistency here. This is where, again, pointing out discipline is when you, you do something when it's the last thing you decide to do, but you do it anyway because you know it'll serve you. And the consistency is the action of doing the discipline each and every day that's going to move you forward. And that's going to change the way. So that's going to, again, solidify how you think from mental toughness and then learn how to connect from shared values to build better rapport with people. That builds the engagement. And through that engagement, we can now develop more valuable experiences with people working together and for the customers and clients we serve. Fantastic. So if someone is not so mentally tough, what are what are actually some some signs of lack of mental toughness? What do you see in people that shows that this person is not mentally tough? Usually when, again, they're reacting to situations, their behavior is very passive. They go out of their way to please and enable people. They say yes to everything. Uh, if they're aggressive, they place high expectations onto other people, including themselves, and often can get you very short-tempered or frustrated very quickly. There's a lot of anxiety, uh, just you know, a lot of stress. Uh, there could be a lot of busyness and not, produ- not lack of production. That, again, it, it's just another form of uh, procrastination, busy, but not productive. But I would say that those would be all telltale signs of people operating from a lack of mental toughness. There's, there is no foundation in place or there's a lack of discipline and consistency in making that happen. Absolutely. And so what's your suggestion on, on a process or some, some tips on for someone that wants to start developing and improving their mental toughness? Well, it all starts with your like your podcast here, you know, with awareness, you know, it starts with awareness. And then from awareness is is now tapping into resources that can help you to get more information on it. Next is to start developing your own success, your 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 daily success routine, whatever that could be. Now, two have two disciplines or habits that I recommend that are universal for anyone are going to be meditation and journaling. Why? Well, you, if you're if you're very very religious, you can couple uh, meditation with prayer if you like. But why that is so important is because it allows us to go within. All the answers to to challenges and problems are from within. Whether it, again at the individual level and then at the team level, organization level, we have to solve these challenges from within. It's not outside of us. So meditation allows us to get into a theta wave state over time that we can begin to see what subconsciously or unconsciously is holding us back. Oftentimes, they're limiting beliefs from our childhood. They impact our self-esteem, our confidence. They impact how we make decisions, how we take calculated risk or not, how we don't take enough action, and so on. So by recognizing these things that are coming up, we can now journal and write these down. We're not, there's no intention with it. We just write whatever comes to mind. Think of it like taking the trash out every Wednesday morning when you go to put the garbage can at the end of the driveway. You're doing this now every day to put it on from here onto paper as you come out of a meditation. So developing a, a success foundation, that could be waking up at a certain time. That could be making your bed. 
you know, something, a small task to get you focused, meditation for 20 minutes, journaling, working out, resistance training, cardio, planks every day, could be reading a chapter or two out of a book every day, taking a cold shower, eating a healthy breakfast, uh, reviewing your daily goals for the day. Having a routine that you do seven days a week, 365 days a year, that changes your way of thinking to now be able to be mentally tough to embrace challenges, just like an Olympian athlete, and to go through it, not avoid it, not resist it, to go through it. And we be to become, to do, and have more as a result of it. Love it. Love it. I've tried almost all those things and they all work meditation like at a time where i'm when i when i'm experiencing anxiety and my mind is all over the place when i meditate and and i try to calm my mind and my body physically down and sit there and i, I don't have to do it for too long if I, even, or, even if i do it for five or ten minutes it works yeah i know some people yeah. sit sit like for hours on and that if it works for you perfect for me i can't sit around for an hour I, i've got add no no i mean 10 10 20 minutes is fine I, I'm, yeah, or even five minutes if you can do five minutes absolutely i'm also a huge fan of journaling i do a thing i call it a brain dump just just get everything out of your mind and it's so relaxing and so soothing especially if like if you experience the setback and a failure right and you're like you're feeling like not good i'm not going to start using words that i'm not supposed to um uh what's it called uh we know you, you tried something you experienced failure or setback and then you just do a brain dump about how you feel about that and and what it did to you and whatnot and what are maybe the next steps and that that's so releasing and that's so soothing just to get rid of everything it just so what i do what i've experienced is when i actually do handwriting it transfers the negative energy onto the paper right and then yeah. i can let go of and um and move on working out is amazing just getting the the energy level up and feeling good cold shower i'm a huge fan of because the fact that basically every time you have to take a cold shower you have to overcome your fear of cold water i mean after a while you get used to it but that first few times that fear of cold water when you overcome the fear you boost your confidence and you become a lot more mentally tough breakfast reviewing your goals Love it. They're all amazing. Um, Chris, what is, and we touched on it already a little bit. Now, let's say that someone has gone through a project. They've tried something really hard and they didn't get what they want. They're not feeling so mentally tough. They're down. They're like, oh God, life is coming to an end. I'm not fit for this business. I just got to shut down the door and move on and go sell hamburgers and mcdonald's and this is not the thing for me what's the best way to to get back from failure and just uh, and rebuild that mental toughness and and confidence? just ask yourself in this situation why are you doing what you're doing what brought you what what brought you to this place where you took on this task to begin with why are you doing it now, if you're doing it for all the wrong reasons, that, that's, a, that's another story. But if there is a true reason why that you're doing this, because this is something that you are passionate about, something you've brought some prior experience into, coupled with your experience and something you're truly passionate and have purpose in, then you're in the right place. A lot of things are not going to work the first go around. Sometimes the second, third go around. If you ask any successful person that you admire, that have they had 
setbacks and challenges and, and failures. They all have. It's only true failure if you quit. Failure is part of the process. It's part of the process. So I don't like that word expect because when you expect, you're now getting caught up in the things you can't control. But if you intend, have the intention to go into anything that you have purpose with and you bring your coupled with your experience, just intend that you're going to do your best to make this happen. And if it doesn't work out because things that are beyond your control, that's okay. It's going that you step back up, you do it again. Maybe take a different path, a different road this time. Maybe use different resources. You may find out there's a completely different way to go about doing this later. It's like Thomas Edison. It took him, I don't know the exact amount, but it was like, you know, 1500 something times before he discovered the light bulb or electricity yeah. to make the light bulb work. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's a process and the process doesn't always work on the first door. If we don't, we only learn and grow and expand our mental toughness, expand our emotional and intellectual intelligence, not by if everything goes right. It's when everything isn't going right. And that's where we learn and grow. But that when things do eventually, when we win and we begin to win more often and we're having more success, we could appreciate it more. We're, we're, we become more responsive rather than reactive. And we see that, that, setbacks and challenges are necessary and are not immune to anyone whoever that is when it comes to business and so i would say that that don't allow that to hold you back you know it's, you know we can you know you can always hear people tell you what to do we're not here to tell you we're just sharing from experience that that you get to decide what that means to you but step back up and 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 have another go at it love it love it love it um uh, and that's very, very important, especially for, for my personal experience. When I work with someone else, when I have an outside eye, like a coach, a consultant, someone like yourself, it becomes so much easier because if you're trying to do it, if if I try to do it alone, sometimes the, the setback and the failure makes me feel bad. Then I just I'm like, I come up with a bunch of excuses and I've seen other people do that um, as well. By the way, if you're feeling in a certain way, you're never alone, right? That's that's one one thing that I've <laughs> learned over the years. Because sometimes I, I experience a setback or a failure and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I can't believe how stupid I am. And I did this and that. And I start bashing myself. And then later on, I realized that almost everyone else is experiencing the same problem or they have at some point in their life. And I could probably tap into their wisdom to, learn from it and move forward and get some help and push to move forward. Hmm. Chris, what's your, your personal experience with this? Well, my personal experience, Do you have like a story to interrupt. Do you have like a story on this? That Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, for the first 30 years of my life, uh, Mustafa, I, I grew up, you know, I grew up in a codependent home. And so I grew up codependently. I was a passive aggressive in terms of my behavior and communication. I had a hard time building relationships. I was very hard on myself. Uh, even though I projected a, a, a high level of self-esteem, it was the complete opposite. And I was so caught up in trying to please people. I was seeking their validation. That was my limiting belief or beliefs because I didn't get it growing up from my father. So I was always seeking out of the people. I also struggled with 12 years of addiction as a result of that built up anger and frustration over 
difficult, how life and how business was, was difficult for me. And I could, it, was, it was hard for me to accept a, a failure or setbacks. I didn't know how to deal with it. I've been conditioned to win. I've been conditioned to compete and to be the best. The reality is you can't be the best every day, every, every moment. It's about being your best. It's more sustainable. So I had, to, I had a life-changing experience when my father passed away at the age of 56 of cancer. And, you know, and it, it was like he was talking to me, telling me that, you know, he, he always cared about me and my brother and my, my mother, but he didn't know how to show it because his own self-limiting beliefs got in the way. And that was the aha moment for me that to say that no matter what has happened to you in life, even if it's beyond your control and you didn't ask for it, it's your responsibility to change how you, what you do with it to create a better life, a better career, a better business for yourself. I had been the victim and had and operated from excuses up to that point and escaped through addiction. I, I decided to make that change and took that journey to shed my limiting beliefs over time, adopting a success, a daily success foundation, and then began a journey of changing the way I think. So it starts here to be it, to become it, to do it and have it. Too many people are caught up in the do and the have, not in thinking to be and become it first. That's the most important part. And that's where I worked on. And then everything that helped to do, which is the processes, the systems, the resources helped then solidify my foundation to actually accomplish things. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Uh, Chris, tell us about your gift that you're sharing with our audience, please. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity to do so. I'm offering a 30 minute uh, complimentary consultation for anyone that would like to just talk about what's holding you back. What could be better? Maybe there's something specific in your business that you have some questions. So it's kind of open-ended and what's going to be important to you. In that 30 minutes, I'm going to give you some gold, a couple few golden nuggets that will help address that question to help move you forward. There is no obligation uh, whatsoever after, but this is an opportunity to ask a really, you know, a, a question that is really, I would just suggest really important to you that you'd like to get some valuable, deep insight to in that short period of time. But I promise you that we will, I will provide something that based upon your question that will get right to that point that you could walk away and, and you get to decide what to do with it. For sure. For sure. And now gang to, to get that, go to ChristopherSalem.com forward slash contact. And Christopher is C-H-R-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-S-A-L-E-M.com forward slash contact. The link will be in the descriptions of the show. So check it out. And if you um, search Christopher Salem on Google, I'm pretty sure you will get there and you will find Chris. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you could find him on uh, LinkedIn as well, because I am connected with Chris and LinkedIn. Uh, Chris, can, can I ask a couple of personal questions? Sure, absolutely. What's a new thing you have tried recently? A new thing that I've tried recently. Wow. I, I would say that right now I am actually doing more uh some social media reels, uh, like where, like I mean, I've never been afraid of doing videos. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm used to being doing and being a speaker, but I'm doing these short little reels that I've just never done before. And, and so somebody, my PR, my PR, uh, agency encouraged me to go out and do a little bit more of that. So I, I just started doing that and been posting them on Instagram and also here and there on LinkedIn and copying on Twitter. Fantastic. Love it. Give me two of your favorite books. 
Well, two of my favorite, I have a lot of favorite books. I mean, you know, but so I'm going to mention two, you know, because they go back to the mindset, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I mean, Eckhart Tolle, I love his transparency and authenticity, you know, someone who struggled and kind of found that the, the power is in the now, you know, everything is happening now. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. That's a book I think it offers a lot of great insight. Another book I really enjoy and it was not really a book that was really one of their bigger books, but Mark Victor Hansen, Jack Canfield put out a book back, back in the day called The Power of Focus. And it was kind of kind of flew under the radar a little bit compared to their other books. But that book really talks about the importance of which which now you hear more or less these days now of work life balance. But I don't call it balance. I call it harmony because nothing is perfectly balanced, not like a seesaw on its access point. It teeters. So I call it harmony. But that book really aligned with that back in the day. And it really helped to shape a lot of the principles that I share from my perspective, my spin on things and what I do when I talk to corporations, companies of all sizes. And of course, when I'm working one on one or in groups with individuals. Love it. What's one advice that made a big impact in business or life? One advice is and and now I took this advice and now I put it into a, a statement that I created that I live by each and every day. And I highly encourage the listeners to write this down, put it in your mirror. And it's called give without expectations, receive without resistance. And, and I'll break down what that means. When you give without expectation, you're not you're 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 not giving to somebody or something. With, from a place of pleasing and enable them. You're being the example and being resourceful to help them help themselves. One is interdependent, which is being the example, being resourceful. The other is codependent, where you go out of your way to do it for them, please them, enable them, and so on. So you give, you give without expectation. Have boundaries, of course. You don't want people to keep taking advantage of you. That's pleasing and enabling. Have boundaries. But that when it comes back to you from wherever it comes back, as long as it serves you to serve others, you receive without resistance. I don't care if it's a compliment, a penny, uh, you know, millions of dollars or whatever. If it's something that will serve you in a healthy way that can then then repeat the process to serve others, it's like a boomerang. It goes around and around and it just keeps doing great things. Does that mean you're going to be free of challenges and setbacks? No, you probably have more of them, but you'll appreciate them more because you'll see the blessings that will come as a result of it. Love it. Chris, this has been a very valuable and useful conversation. You shared a lot of good stuff. Thank you. I appreciate your knowledge and wisdom, and thanks for being here. And uh, gang, if you're watching or listening, go to ChristopherSalem.com forward slash contact to book a consult with Chris to go over uh, challenges and issues that you are uh, working on with your business and work it work work it through with with um, Chris and come up with a solution. Thank you, Chris. Thanks again. I hope it goes well with your speaking uh, that you're doing tomorrow uh, at the event. And I look forward to hanging out with you again soon. Mr. Apple, thank you so much for having me. A pleasure to serve your audience. Thank you. Gang, thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs, and we will see you in our next episode. Bye now.